Ship's Log, Entry 10-30. The Formuth Network has been liberated. Tully's monsters located a structure in deep space containing the physical bodies of the heroes abducted by the alien cubes. The team slew the guardian of the facility and freed the captives, including Maxina and their mother, Dash. Also recovered, a damaged android which may contain useful intelligence on the origins of the technology. This will require investigation. In the meantime, Yaush is now vulnerable. The Velvet Fox's initiative is a mission of peace, and so cannot attack the Beholder of Mastermind directly, but the crew has gained many allies here in the Far Realm. The lycanthropy researchers of the Black Hole Station, Admiral Grice, and the Avulsion Fleet, and the Great <laughs> Aliens all stand by ready to defeat the terrorist threat. The Mind Flayer Civil War will not end with the death of Yaush. There are many other factors at play. However, their continued interference is unacceptable. It is unclear how deeply the Formith breached my security. Many proprietary Lickham's intellectual properties would be compromised if the cube was able to access my sensors. The ice cream elementals that provide a nearly limitless supply of tasty dairy treats. The blank tadpoles that will change seromorphosis forever. The classified berry project. The wormhole dryad. No. Yaush cannot be allowed to live. No. 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 He, he must die. The, the beholder must die. Kill. Tully's monsters must kill. 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 Eliminate. Eliminate. Exterminate. Exterminate. Extirpate. <laughs> Annihilate. Annihilate. Yaush dies here. Yaush dies now. Die, 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 die. recently attacked by the only hornet in the uk and i googled <laughs> how many hornet types does florida have just to flex and it didn't give me a definitive answer it just gave me a list of the top 12 uh, hornets which implies <laughs> there's many more than that Ooh, we have three yellow jackets just within that one subtype i, I, I can i just say i like that you said i got attacked by the only hornet in the uk not the only type of hornet making it sound like there's one <laughs> hornet it doesn't like me. yeah but but buzzy steve everyone knows buzzy steve <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fuzzy Steve, isn't it? We got all these hornet types. Yeah, man. We got the bald-faced hornet, the, the mud dauber, uh, your, your yellow jackets. Yeah. Uh, uh. These are real. He's not just making these up. <laughs> to roll back here for a second, why why did the person making this list go, what's a nice number to, start, to end a list at? How about 12? Well, if you leave even one of these bad boys off, you're gonna get you're gonna get letters from the fans that like, what? Well, you, you don't think the the bee hornet, the one that only eats bees, is cool enough? Come on, that's badass. Do you? Can I just say, I I just discovered the existence of the warlike hornet. Hmm. I don't like the I don't like the idea where it might like war. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... 
I like war in the context of this episode because we're about to go fuck up a beholder. I, we don't have the rights to it, but if you want to put on uh, Zach Fox's "Let's Kick His Ass" in the background of this episode <laughs> as we ride towards Yosh. Yeah, just exactly. play that on loop in the in the background of this episode the entire time. You know. Yeah, yeah. So this this episode starts with uh, you are all back at the Resubian, having successfully uh, gone and recovered uh, uh, Max, who had been had been subsumed into the goop that was the Formith, uh, and you've reported this back to Captain Slack to Meal, uh, who who sort of takes in what you've said and and goes, I. I think we need to go on the offensive. Um, from what from from what's been said, it sounds like uh, this might be the one chance we have to attack Yaush while their information network is down, while they're not getting fed broadcasts from all of the formiths. So if we're going to strike, now is as good a time as any. Um, do you all have a plan? So I think the vibe here right now is kind of, we're going to jump him. Um, I did have an idea that I don't think is a good idea, but I'm really enamored with it. And I call it the bomb box. (laughs) Tell me about the bomb box. Okay. Um, We construct a sort of steel cube, uh, just a, a crude steel cube, weld it together and fill it with as many explosives as we can. Um, we cut a viewing port into the cube so we can see inside of it. Then we locate Yaush and bring the cube to them. Uh, and using Max's teleport gun, put Yaush inside of the cube. You would presumably have to get to where Yaush is and get to Yaush. What's the range on that teleport gun? Uh... Yeah, it has to be. Uh, it's you have to be within ninety feet of Yaush, and the point that you're teleporting um, them to has to be within ninety feet of your choice that you can see within range. So, if they're within ninety feet of you, and the cube is anywhere within ninety feet of you, you can put them inside the cube if you can see inside of it. <laughs> I think if we go around the ship looking for explosives, uh, we find there's a conspicuous absence of them, and and we go to do inventory, and we're like. Where did all the f- explosives go? Hmm. I, I think there was only like one or two that went missing. <laughs> I think enough that this plan doesn't work. I think a, a consequence that you've made in your downtime, Trizzy, to, <laughs> to sell all of our I'm explosives. I'm not Trizzy today. I'm the DM, but I do recognize that I have consequences. Okay. It's not th- I'm the DM. I shouldn't have consequences. It's my Okay. Job. I think that probably what happens here is that Buford goes to run and like find some explosives in one of the main guns or whatever and they realize that this is just a cardboard box this is a printout saying i owe you one one nuclear bomb uh, <laughs> uh, thankfully not signed trizzy did not sign the, the note but very good yeah. very very um, very smart yeah so there's a few logistical problems with this plan if you well, one of the consequences of Trizzy's uh, plan of building the warp engine and making it survivable for the Rezubian is that we can't bypass the final dungeon <laughs> with this bomb trick yeah. to do building a Tears yeah. of the Kingdom contraption. Um, I was thinking this is very Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom. And then if we but, can't do that, can we do the other thing that I see people do in Tears of the Kingdom, which is crucify Yaush on a piece of wood? <laughs> we, yeah, we might get there. But what, first we're going to need to kick in the door and then do a D&D dungeon. 
uh, Wendy's suggestion is to call the 36 ships in the fleet that the home team helped a couple arcs ago uh, with Admiral Admiral Grice and uh, the Avulsion, his flagship, and then they come in and they're going to help us get you know up to Yausha's door because the Razubian is a diplomatic ship. And not only is it not uh, good at fighting, it's uh, legally not supposed to be fighting at all. That's the whole. That's the whole premise of the season. So, indeed, uh, that is definitely on the the list of war assets you have available, and I've uh, popped them on the uh, the the, the roll twenty. Nice. Um, so you're you're using these to help in you going after Yaush, uh, sort of as as an offensive measure to try and clear your way to Yaush's ship a little more easily. Yeah, if my my head count is correct, our assets would be the Suck Scientists, uh, the Avulsion Fleet, uh, the Gray Aliens, uh, those people we helped with the uh, the Turtle Turtle Civilization, mm-hmm. uh, and then everyone we pulled out of Four Myth. Yep. Am I missing anyone? Yep, uh, I think th- those were the big ones I was expecting you to all uh, pull out. I need to I need to grab a couple of images for a couple of those still. But uh, yeah, if anyone else has got any other war assets that they can think of that they uh, either want to throw out there or any uses for any of these war assets, now's the time to be throwing that around. So I was going to suggest that uh, whenever people see the greys and then they break off, they it seemed, if I'm remembering correctly, everything that they saw during that time period where they were visibly visibly in line of sight with the greys gets wiped out of their memory uh we could probably severely disorient yaush on like the incoming of this attack just by having the greys show up and then bail out repeatedly yeah i mean that that was a suggestion that the greys themselves i think made at some point was that like they they might be useful either as a distraction or as a infiltration group given that Yaush is going to be limited in their ability to remember that they were there. Big turtle, big turtle, big turtle. <laughs> it's currently a very big turtle. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pop the turtles in. Uh... <laughs> I didn't realize how big they were. They're our most important war asset. They're huge. Mm-hmm. I, I must also say there is a beautiful symmetry here in my mind. Of um, we started this uh this season off talking about loss, and then I load into this roll twenty. And I see a number of boxes arranged perfectly in the shape of loss once again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you want to use the greys for um, for disorientation. Mm. Uh, you've got the big fleet that the home team uh, assisted that uh, could be used for sort of on uh, sort of making your assault upon Yaush's uh, location. Uh, you've also got the the sort of uh, turtles, which like they're not a particularly you know, war-esque people, but, you know, they they will probably help if requested. Um, same for the crew of the uh, the werewolf uh, space station. No longer able to transform into werewolves, but if you can think of a use for them, they're there. Um, you've also got uh, a number of troops from uh, Suikiyama, uh, of illithid troops who are appreciative of the steps you took uh, during the Beast Talks. What 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 you what you thinking? What you what you playing around with? I still see two boxes on the roll twenty that haven't been revealed yet, and I'm really worried that you 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 think we're gonna deploy the clowns from the early home team, <laughs> and always say they are not to be depended on. <laughs> we threw them a great party, but I would not call them for help, even though uh, you know at the end of the day they they got a great Waffle House treat. Well, hold on. What if we tell them that Yaush wants to have a party? <laughs> Just sort of. <laughs> 
Uh, well, we have we have obviously like Cortazar and and stuff like that. So we have those other like immediate friends and assets. Um, I would say that I'm trying to think here in terms of could, the mm-hmm. could Max's mom call on any remnants of Ardwing in the area or war assets that she might have connection to? Um, mm, that is an interesting question. Um, I think that um. You've not put a lot of time into engaging with uh, with Ardwing as an organization throughout this campaign, and I don't know that they're necessarily going to jump into a war that they've not had any that you've not invo- you've not interacted with them too much j- during the build up. I think is fair. Does uh, Cortazar get his ship back from the Beholder we killed, who stole his ship back in the second arc? Because uh, we named it and everything. It was the... Uh, fuck. What's that That rhythm game? Uh, oh, th- oh, it was Thumper! 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 Oh, Thumper! There we go. Right, shit. Yeah. The rhythm violence game, right. That that, that explains a lot. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, we we, re-inter- we interacted, re-interacted with that Beholder. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you to have recovered that ship uh, during the last arc. So, uh, Cortazar does have the, the ship... That looks like a silver metallic beetle back. Hell yeah, that was the sickest thing. I'm so glad. Yeah, there you go. It has been recovered. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, while we may not be able to employ like Ardwing Hole as a pr- as a proper entity, though, I do think that like Dash can aid in leading the others from Formith as like a diversion or as like some other sort of uh, cover uh, for us as we breach into the base um, as an option at the very least there. Yeah, we, we could definitely have the four myth users who are very appreciati- appreciative of uh, having been rescued, if a little goopy still. Uh, they are a group of people who know how to fight and they may not have four myth available to them uh, anymore, but... If you want to use them as a force once you get inside uh, inside that base, they may well be able to do some some help and support there. Speaking of not having Formith anymore, are we waiting for the reveal of Skitch's character sheet? Yeah, as as the group is discussing the uh, the the Formith users and uh, the, their their tactical utility in this battle, I think almost without meaning to, maybe some of the crew of the away team. Just look to Max for just a second, and Max is probably aware this has happened, and maybe is like, eh, maybe I can talk about what I can do now. Um, I see you looking. I will. I will say that while they're talking and looking over the other uh, f- prior members of Formith, uh, Max has been just sort of like uh, sitting nearby, eyes closed, concentrating on something. Um, and after a few moments, uh, when, by the time they're looking over to Max, they are seeing something manifest in front of them. And the best way to describe it is what, what they see manifest in front of Max is what looks like some sort of hover bike, um, essentially, uh, Max is using a feature of a, uh, Homebrew subclass I designed literally the past week <laughs> called Ardwing Pilot. And, uh, oh, good gosh, that's a lot of text. I just dumped into the roll 20 there. 
Um, but in essence, as Max is reconnecting with their own memories of, you know, what it was like before having four myth, um, they uh, they are doing what. Well, basically, pilots of Ardwing are able to do, and that is to summon their own vessels to fly around with. Now, at this point, Max can't do a space-bound vessel, but what they have summoned forth is effectively a hover bike with a couple important elements on there, namely some decals of daffodils along it, along with the the term Ardwing cross Tully's monsters on the side there. Um, and and some other details, and Max will look up as the others are looking towards them and say, I, uh, I think I want to be on the front lines with the rest of you. Um, if anything, after being an unwitting spy for Yaush, I might want to get back at them personally over this. Wendy says, oh, yeah, we're back in our jock era. Get out of here, nerds. This is only BMX riders and uh, head stabbers. Get out of Cammy, get out of here. <laughs> she's she pushing her out the door. <laughs> You're a nerd, too. Get out, Gub Gub. We don't need you. Well, well, hey, I can hold, like, his eye stalks on the ground while Max runs him over. What, where's your Letterman jacket, dweeb? <laughs> As as you called Cammy a nerd, I did move her from the like party member section of the Roll Twenty down into the NPCs section. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that like uh, the vehicle that Max has summoned is called an Ard Runner, um, and I, I will say this is uh, just because you know this won't be shared for a while. Uh, if Max was I don't know able to cast fourth level spells as I don't know a 13th level ranger uh then they could upgrade it to a spacebound vessel oh by the way uh, max is a ranger now i forgot to mention that L- having lost their warlock levels they are back to what they originally were which is a ranger every time you get on your cool bike does it play like ska like a, a early tony hawk <laughs> game uh it, it depends i mean there's there's a couple of options you have the tony hawk games because if you want to do yeah uh, Max Ina pro uh, hover biker. That's definitely that vibe there, but also could just play like F Zero music or Wipeout music or uh, Twisted Metal music. It all depends on kind of what the vibe is at the moment. Skitch has lovingly crafted this subclass and put so much time and effort into it. But it, to me, it is it's it's Cavalier from Devil May Cry Five. Uh, Max is going to murder <laughs> someone with a motorcycle. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I don't know if you mentioned this explicitly, but this is kind of a reflavored fine steed, but instead of a horse, it's a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, basically the idea was having a vehicle-centered ranger and kind of sci-fi and sort of taking inspiration from like the hover bikes from Destiny and thinking of like, okay, Cavalier doesn't work, Paladin doesn't work, but I can make kind of a ranger parallel uh, the other main features I'll even just outline real quick for Ardwing Pilot. Um, once per rest, Max can basically engage pilot senses like they did when they were flying the Tully that one time. And starting at level 7, they are able to engage in evasive maneuvers. So if they attack on their turn, uh, they can disengage or dash as a bonus action. And once per short rest, they can dodge as a bonus action. I've got a... I've got two questions here um 
one, uh, Laura, we, I don't think we talked about this on air, but we discussed it off air. Um, when we were uh, heading to like what was going to look to be the final confrontation with Yaush, uh, one of the things we discussed was that Buford would swap out his armor abilities for resistance to try to tank death rays. Uh, I don't know if we want to continue with that, or since we didn't talk about it on air, you can cut this out if need be. That no, awesome. if you if you want to go ahead with this, we can we can we can get this done. Okay, absolutely. Uh, so Buford's going to like run to his um uh his uh workshop and hastily pull out like a, a piece of prototype equipment that he that he's been working on, and he starts like pulling part of his back plating off, uh, and it installs what kind of looks like um. You, you know those preschool toys that have, uh, like, a bunch of animals on it and then the little uh, uh, arrow that points to it and goes, like, the The, the cow, cow goes, goes moo. moo, yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but it's got, like, uh, zombies, uh, fire-breathing dragons and stuff onto it. <laughs> and he's pulled his back armor off, and he cranks the dial to the, um, uh, to the, uh, the lich section, and it says, uh, the lich goes, power word death. Uh, and he has installed his resistant module for necrosis. Indeed. That would be a say is the name of that tool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you are sacrificing a little bit of uh, of offensive ability, is that correct, in order for, for this? Yes, to do this, I am losing my repulsion shield, so my AC drops to 22. Oh, how will you live? How will you survive? <laughs> Uh, actually, that is a that is a very genuine question, considering how today might go. Um, <laughs> okay, any any other preparations? This is your last chance to to pre prep. Yeah, uh, oh, I had one last idea. We know we have like Yaush's mental signature um, from uh, what is it, uh, Dracus, and uh, their all their science stuff, and we could lock onto it with. Um, uh, what is it, the satellite, or uh, the, uh, sorry, the satellite station before Austin uh, rips my <laughs> arms off. Um, uh, can can we get, like, I don't know what we would call it, uh, so like a, a GPS, tr a handheld GPS trackers that hone in on that signal so we can, like, rush them down inside of his uh, his base yeah i think with with uh the the dracus stuff and i think with the the info you got from the uh from from the formith uh, station i think you've got enough that you can create a like i can tell roughly what direction this fucker's in so like you can you can do the like there's a beep coming from that direction we got a good sense that's where we're going yeah and it makes the sound that a, a low a low battery uh, uh fire alarm makes yeah, it's not the like the uh, the metal detector. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it's a single atonal beep. Can we bring Barry with us? Do you want to bring <laughs> Barry with you? I feel no, like fuck the whole thing up. What? <laughs> You're insane. Maybe maybe it's his time to shine. Maybe Go we should Barry help Yosh. <laughs> Do it. Bring Barry. I'd love to see it. Do it. <laughs> no, going. Everyone's gonna have disadvantage in every role. Uh. You're a monster. Okay, well, if if everything is set, I think um, Captain Demille starts uh, contacting people up on the the internal company Slack, going, uh, "Crew, we are on uh, red alert. It is time. We are go." Uh, and starts contacting all of the various people that you have decided are war assets. You are going to sort of pull along for for the ride here, and everyone is 
starting to uh, to board their various vessels, ready to get going. Um, as you board the Tully Monster and uh, start your your journey out into the depths of space, do you? What do you all talk about as you as you start your your lengthy journey, ready for a very probably very violent battle? Um, one point I'll note is that Max is going to insist on having the Ard Runner on Tully's monster and just bring it along, um, just in case we need it as a vehicle for some quick movement mobility inside of places and such. Uh, if you have a cool a cool cyber motorcycle, why would you not bring it? Exactly. That that's a that is exactly it. Better um, to have a cyber motorcycle and not need it than to need it and not have it. Max is just sort of like, Max is obviously piloting the Tully on the way over to our destination while the other crew are in the ship and it's just sort of kind of like checking over stuff and, I don't know, reacclimating to doing this without having Formith around at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Wendy will say, are you sure you want to be motorcycling into a a laser fight? I feel like you earned some rest. You were you've been totally gooified. Like I said, uh being used as a spy against my knowledge is uh kind of shitty and uh more importantly I, this it meant that all the promises and stuff that Yaush was making through Formith was kind of under false pretenses, you know, acting like uh, I, I couldn't do what I wanted to do on my own terms. And so I guess one easy way to prove him wrong is just punching right in there right away and, you know, blowing them the fuck up or whatever we need to do. I'm just saying, Cammy was really good at shooting. She shot me in the back in a way that was actually very advantageous. I know it doesn't sound like a good strategy, but you should have seen it. I went right into this guy's whole body. Yeah, I'm, no I'm really noticing a trend with Ardwing personnel. It seems like they have a, pre uh, a habit of shooting their teammates. <laughs> it's called friendly fire because it makes you such good friends. That, that's, that's one point to favor. The second thing is, Buford... Uh, you know, you got you got to let that one instance go. I mean, that was that it, was it was like three times actually. No, I only shot you once, so uh, we're good. Uh, but uh, in any case, but like Max will uh, think for a moment. It's just like Cammy was always a bit of a, a better shot than I during archery practice and stuff. But you know, she really wants to just work on inventions and stuff to kind of help. To help people more, you know, like she can do the gunplay stuff and she'll probably help out with the others. But, you know, uh, for, for me, I think this is just sort of right for me to do, you know. You're right, kid. And I'm, I didn't get a chance when we were in the uh, uh, cube cube fortress, but I am glad you're back. And don't worry, we're going to we're going to hold the ocean place and you can give them some tire burn. Right. Or I'll just run over you with the uh, Ard Runner, you know, just to make sure that it is multiple incidences of hitting you. Well, don't worry. That's I don't, strategy right there. I don't really have a lot of skin left, so I can't get Road Rash anymore. Well, I mean, it's not less Road Rash and more just uh, adding a dent to your to your frame, you know? Oh, my God. We have to work up some kind of combo attack 
where you run <laughs> Gub Gub over, and then it makes Gub Gub shoot like a projectile into me, which splatters me into fragments <laughs> that frags Yaush or something. We have, we can do this. I know. I believe in us. I, I need to be <laughs> honest, Austin. I've been actively thinking about what a and co- combo ender would look like for this this arc. <laughs> um. Uh, Buford, Buford's gonna sit down for a second and uh, sit down and lean back in the chair and go I'm gonna be honest here and I think we all know it there is a very high possibility one or more of us is gonna die not it Wendy touches her nose <laughs> I don't plan on dying and I don't plan on any of you dying either but you know we, we can't we can't eliminate the possibility but what else can we do for now, right? Yeah, I mean, you could if you took relent- re- Relentless Rage. It's a pretty sick ability. <laughs> Look, Besh almost killed me in one go, and from everything we've heard, this this dude's a lot worse than Beshk. I'm going to do everything I can to keep his attention. Don't stop swinging until he's dead. Well... Uh, at, at this moment, uh, you start coming into view of the, uh, section of space you have been, uh, heading for, and what's immediately clear is that Yaush is not undefended. Uh, you don't know what, what scale of, of force Yaush has for, you know, potentially fighting a war, but he sure, you sure haven't stumbled into, oops, you caught Yaush uh, completely unguarded. He's not had a chance to do anything. Um, there is a reasonably sized fleet of ships uh, that is surrounding... Uh, I'm going to need a roll from the party to tell what you, quite what you're seeing here. And I think it's going to need to be... Um, uh, in- investigation. Okay. Uh, point of order. Uh, where are we, like, ability use-wise currently? And, like, health yeah. and stuff? A sec. Um, uh, yeah, short- sorry, yes. Uh, short rest you've got time for. Alright, I got no third level spells, no haste for Yaush. <laughs> uh, don't- well, well uh, Max has haste as well, so that's- There we go. Uh, I will say this, uh, so, uh, Max rolled a crit, a 21. Mm-hmm. And I rolled a ten, a one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna deal with what to give you for the crit first, which is the easy bit. Um, you can tell that Yaush's ship, which is sort of uh, almost like a big diamond shape, uh, it's made of a very unusual-looking uh, material, and Max instantly identifies. Oh, this is like Doctor Joven. This is. Graphene. This is a this is a gra- like a solid graphene ship. Um, Wait, is a big diamond is this Ramiel from Neon Genesis Evangelion? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, Hell yeah! Yeah. So uh, Max, you identify like right away, blasting our way like through a hole in the side. If this thing just ain't gonna happen. Um... What do I give for the botch here? Um, 
I was thinking like the crit botch. We we catch Yaush on the toilet and we're like, aha, we, we've got you now. And then he pulls out a gun and he's like, no, call, we got you. It's like reverso. Look, if you get the crit, if you get the crit, crit botch once inside the ship, I'm more than happy for that. Um, I think what 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 you get, Buford, is you look at that ship and go, yeah, we gotta blast our way directly through the side of that thing. All right, I guess I just start firing the ice ray at it. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, firing at this thing is not doing anything, and the second you start firing the ice ray in its direction, um, that fleet is starting to approach and mobilize. Uh, but thankfully, you have a fleet of your own acquired during one of the home sessions. Um, do you have a vision for, like, what you are directing this, this fleet of, uh, of ships from, from the home team to do in response to this opposing fleet. I have a really dumb idea, but I like it a lot. <laughs> Tell um, me. What if, what if the only thing the Greys are doing is constantly invasively hailing the screens of uh, these enemy <laughs> ships to flash like a picture of themselves and then turn it and then remove it over and over again? It's, it's, they're, just, they're just dialing the numbers, waiting for ring one, and then hang up and then do it again. And just... Oh. I, I love the idea here, and I want some kind of role to make this work, and I feel like it's got to be... <laughs> there's no, no annoying skill. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no good skill for um flat, flash a disorienting alien at someone. Mm -hmm. Um, Performance. All right, so okay. we're doing a team performance <laughs> let's, check let's here? Let's get a team performance All check right. and see how good of a job you do with disorienting with alien blasts. Natural oh, 20. <laughs> uh, Max rolls a 20. Not natural 20, but just a 20. Come on, Wendy. No, Wendy's good. Wendy's not trying to get involved with this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Max and Buford start shouting over the intercom to the, uh, the these instructions to the fleet, and this works incredibly well. Um... It's not going to be an, an effective, like, long-term strategy necessarily, but you have caused the uh, opposing fleet to... They, they were starting to get into formation to, like, prepare, like, a specifically planned attack, and suddenly that formation isn't forming properly. You've disrupted them at a pivotal moment where they needed to get their ships all aligned, which opens up our fleet of... Uh, 36 ships, is it? Mm -hmm. uh, to make a very effective first assault and to clear a line through uh, for you. Uh, that fleet of ships is probably going to have to stay out here doing doing that dogfight, but that you were very effectively broken through the outer lines of this uh, this defensive perimeter, uh, and you have an opportunity to go straight for straight for Yasha's ship if you want it. All right, can we roll nature uh, to know how to defeat graphene? I actually know this because of the research for a previous space season, but there is only a couple ways to get through graphene. It's basically impervious to uh, <laughs> any normal approach. Uh, yeah, you can you can give me a nature check for that, uh, whether whether solo or group. Twelve. Fifteen. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fifteen, twelve, and twelve. Okay. A little above, uh, a little above average. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, Austin. You probably know more about graphene itself than I do. You've been using it more this season. What, what, what are you gonna give the group for, for a fifteen? 
Yeah, apparently you have to use radiation to break down its uh, structure and make it brittle. Mm. Uh, the temperatures required are like sun temperatures. It can survive, I think, up to like a thousand Celsius or something. It's like, yeah, we're not going to shoot at it. It's not going to, you're not going to break it. You really only can like destabilize it with uh, like x-rays, basically. Yeah, you could maybe you could maybe drag it to um to the Dyson sphere that we saw before and throw it into a sun and that might do something, but <laughs> so, so one thing we did establish earlier is that Buford is nuclear powered, so he is radioactive. Oh my god, are you? I don't remember. Yeah, that. Uh, I think I said he was a f- he had a fusion reactor powering him. Um uh, so could we just maybe use him to burn a Buford-sized hole in the wall and breach that way? <laughs> so I've always assumed that your any radioactivity going on to power you was contained enough to not have you just, like, die within minutes due to exposure. Um, so unless you want to, like, take your power source out to make, a, to make a hole in this thing, but that's going to cause problems for you. I've got a high constitution. I'll roll that dice unless somebody's got a better idea. I like that idea of you having to sacrifice something, like some part of your body, some stats or abilities or something, to uh, like basically sacrifice your power source and uh, uh, unshield it against the side of this thing. This is pretty sweet. I mean, like, sp- spitballing ideas of what the consequence could be if you wanted to take that power source out. Maybe you're running on a time limit. You only have so much power if you take this thing out. My thought would be you pull out the pull out your power source, like sabotage it in some way We uh, against the side of the thing. We fly to a safe distance as it eats away. Or what it would do is like de- it would denature like the uh, carbon and then we run over and we could just kick through it because it'll be brittle. Uh, and then when you put your power source back in, it'll be like drained and you'll have exhaustion of some Ooh, yeah, we could, we, could, we could do something with exhaustion. Yeah, I'm, also, I'm just looking to see if like there's a, an infusion that I think would be interesting to, that I have that I could lose uh, potentially. Mm. But exhaustion sounds like a uh, a potentially good option here. Yeah, because um, I'm out of like third level spells, so that's not something I can give up. Because um, the first two levels of exhaustion are dis- disadvantage on ability checks, which is you know we're going into fights, so. It could be could be useful, could not, and then speed halved could be useful, could be not. Getting to third uh, disadvantage on attack rolls is is absolutely devastating. We should not. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, not yeah, worth yeah. It. That is that is definitely not worth it. No, I I think I think level two exhaustion is a trade if you want to like sacrifice some of your ability. You will have disadvantage on ability checks and speed halved, but you can temporarily take your power source out and use it to burn a hole in the side of the ship. Before you reinsert it, I think that that's what. We'll, oh, I'm back to. I'm even slower than I was at the start of this game. Then, so we're appro- we're approaching Yasha's base. It's this giant floating diamond. We're shooting it. Everyone's shooting it. It's nothing. It's useless. It's pathetic. And then we all put our heads together. We're like, oh my gosh, this is like our doctor. And then we have to like, what can what can we do to get through this? We have the one source of radiation. So while our friends are distracting all the other ships, we're doing this little mission. So like in the in the background of it, it's pretty good. I think um, there are 36 ships in uh, Admiral Grice's fleet. How many are in Yaoshi's that we can see? Is it like an evenish match? Or we... um, it it seems like a fairly even matchup. If anything, Yaosh has like a couple more ships here, but you do have the advantage of uh, the disorienting flashes of the Greys, which means that like. Your 36 is much better organized at the start of the battle, and that has put them on a good footing. Like, you you think your 36 could probably, like, 
keep toe-to-toe -to -toe with the, let's say, 45 that they're up against. Um, so yeah, you managed to, uh, uh, so the fleet makes an opening and you were able to get close to Yaush's base, you're able to sort of ascertain roughly where you need to be breaking in thanks to, uh, the tracker you've got. Uh, Buford takes out the power source briefly, uh, to burn a hole in the side of the ship. Now, I need to ask what we're doing with other assets. So, the fleet is occupied with battling Yaush's fleet. We have Cordazar and the Thumper. Uh, we have the uh, the crew of the the werewolf space station. Uh, we've got the uh, the turtles. Uh, we've got uh, a bunch of illithids from Suikiyama, and we've got the Greys. Are you bringing any of these units in with you as you like break in through the side of this 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 ship? I will say the the NPC I'm most invested in Cortazar, I think, is also the most helpful in like. A traditional D and D fight with all the shields and stuff. So that's the one I'd say, like, come shield us up, bro. I think that works. Um, so you start making your way uh, up, up through this ship, and it's very apparent that this place has just been obsessively used for war preparation. Like, it's a little. It's a little disconcerting walking the halls of this place. Um, it seems clear the more you walk through here that, like, occasional scribbles on the wall of, ooh, that's a good idea, got more and more frequent over time. Like, this is just, like, plans and schemes and half-written notation across the wall with, like, maps and diagrams. This place has been single-mindedly dedicated to a very big plan. Hmm, this looks like my room. I don't really like what that says about me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, like, as Max is walking along, like, they're looking over the plans and just sort of recognizing so many things that they're in proximity to, and perhaps questioning in some ways whether their insistence on coming out to Resubian or like going on missions was was it them or was it Formith nudging them to do so to do you know spying for Yaush uh tough to say tough to say it if Yaush is openly noting his plans on the wall can we get a sense of like anything we're about to encounter ahead of time just from these notes um, I'm gonna need a group insight check for this, because these notes are a, a, a real chaotic and disjointed. Four. Wendy came here to kill. She does not want to think. Three. <laughs> Euphid came here to kill, doesn't want to think. Twenty-two. <laughs> as, the, as a group, you failed. Um, Max did get to a twenty-two, and I want to give you a little something for that, but as a group, you failed. Um... The, the thing I will give you is that these plans are pretty wide-ranging. Um, this doesn't seem like a being who's gonna get a certain amount of power and then be like, yep, I'm good, I feel satisfied now. Um, it is just spiralling plans on top of plans on top of plans of, okay, and then after that and after that and after that. Like, thinking 
several plans of how much more I can take ahead. Um, the specifics, hard to make out, but yeah, this is not someone who is going to be like, ah, yes, I have I've conquered one planet. I win. Time to rest. I was going to say, like, it's like, yeah, because naturally when when you become obscenely powerful, you just stop wanting to become more powerful. It's just like, you know, you're like, I've had enough. I could just take a little nap after this, you know, a little. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's the main thing you can take away. Um, do you want to do any like, do you have anything you want to do before heading to Yaush or you just get to Yaush ASAP? Um. Max is going to take a moment to calm themselves and uh, enable one of their abilities called pilot senses. Uh, what this means for the operative moment is that uh, Max, for the next five minutes, has advantage on perception, stealth, and sleight of hand, and in addition, can't be surprised while in this state. As they're just sort of focusing their awareness on the surrounding just in case uh, Yaush tries to get a jump on the party. I will similarly buff with my bolstering magic before we jump into the fight. These are our apply applying all our uh, grade buffs <laughs> before we kick open the door. Uh, okay, I'll toss I'll toss blur on myself. Uh, so uh, body comes blurred, shifting and wavering uh, to all who can see you for the duration. Any creature uh, has disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Uh, any uh, attacker is immune that doesn't rely on sight, such as uh, blind sight, or can see through illusions, such as true sight. Yeah, which might have that. They're a boulder. <laughs> but either way, I've I've done that now. As Buford's <laughs> chugging along, making a, a low battery beeping noise. <laughs> we all uh, form up on the door like a SWAT team, cast buffs on ourselves. Uh, anybody have any like uh, camo paint, a ghillie suit? <laughs> We're getting really, uh, really tacked up. Okay, wonder wonderful. Um. You you all sit and cast your raid buffs and you're like, yeah, we're ready. The, or, us against just just one beholder, we got we got this. <laughs> and you you kick down that door, and you are met with a large room uh, that is a lot more full of people than you might have been hoping. Um, uh, I, I say people, a lot more full of of uh, beings than you might have been hoping. Um, the first thing you notice is there's a lot of there's a lot of species from Soul here. A lot of uh, a lot of humans, a lot of elves, a lot of dragonborn, a lot of just Soul species. Um, the next thing you notice is there's a lot of ga gazers. Uh, once again, a lot of little baby beholders, and right at the back is this one huge oversized beholder, um, considerably larger than any you have seen, with tentacles alongside the eye stalks just sort of pulsing uh in the back of the room you are face to face finally with yaush uh who simply watches you kick down the door and goes oh is it finally time uh quite question does does it look like they're having like some sort of dinner party or some shit here? I mean, just like, <laughs> just. Oh no, no! This this is, 
the network's down, you're gonna come for me, let's 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 get what we've got ready for a fight. So I have a question. Graphene, as I understand it, is a very expensive and rare material. Uh, that And Yaush seems to have a ton of it. Um, did Yaush, by any chance, secure branding from an Earth-based company potentially a rival to Lickums? Uh, I, I, they, they probably got a sponsorship from Brand, you know what I mean? Just like, just the, the final vestige of Brand, just... Brand, brand caffeine, uh, graphene, graphene, caffeine, shit. <laughs> <laughs> graphene, caffeine. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I, I can go with this. So, I don't think a lo- that a lot of this, gra- like the sponsorship, was directly uh, sourced from. Was it Nestle, one of the most evil companies uh, on the planet? Give, give, give me a history roll, and I'll see how much I'll tell you about the backstory of how how the sponsorship led to the graphene here. <laughs> 18. <laughs> 16. Uh, 6. Okay, as a group you pass, um, you are aware that, you know, uh, alongside the Lickums Corporation, who were a big part of the Resubian coming out to, uh, to this part of space, look, corporate sponsors sending people out here is not unheard of, and you were not the only group sent out by a corporate sponsor. Some of the, the people of Seoul came out here thanks to Graphene Caffeine, uh, who were <laughs> looking for more places to source energy drink ingredients and rare metals. Uh, and we're like, hey, there's got to be both of those out in space. Can we make a drink made of graphene? Who knows? Let's find out. Go out into space. Uh, there you go. There's there's your rich lore backstory. Uh, Sol, a bunch of people from Seoul had, had a bunch of graphene. They they provided it to Yaush. Why? Who knows? <laughs> I appreciate you p- pivoting into the improv. I thought this was going to be a reveal as the company that uh, Buford's family is. I was that- actually about to say that, like, oh, we just did this bit, but that would have also been fucking wild. Look, that that would have been wild, too. But look, sometimes the bit's there and you just got to roll with it. So, uh, yeah, you you don't know exactly why for certain uh, all of these these soul people would have sided with Yaush and provided this graphene. But that it's happened. Um, intimidation, I think, as uh, Wendy um, goes sicko mode, she's going to enter a rage, uh, which we need to roll for, and she is running out of magical girl transformation uh, catchphrases, so she's really scraping the bottom of the barrel with this one, which is, the power of Christ compels you! <laughs> you, you, have, you have the power of God and anime on your side. Yeah, 88. Let's see what happens. If, if I just, if I do something, if it just makes me really poop my pants, it's not going to be a good, I, it's not going to be a good strategy. Uh, what was that? 80, 88? Mm-hmm. We go 50 years in the past. Shit. You know? Okay. No, 30 um, years in the past, uh, rather. Plus four. We're going to see some serious shit now. Um... You fall asleep for six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I auto, I auto fail the intimidation, presumably, as I fall out of the air. Yeah, you ought to fail the intimidation. <laughs> However, when you wake up, you are going to have recovered one spell slot of any level. I don't. I'm not a spellcaster. I have no spells. I guess I do. You have, have one no or spell two. slots. I have yeah, one or two. You can have but... one. You can have one of them back. Uh, can can Beaver get one of them back? <laughs> or, you, you can have you can have one use of a thing. If you've got something that you have limited uses of, you can have one use of it back for a power nap. 
This is so funny. She just fucking runs to the front. She's like, you're all in trouble now. I'm going to fucking end you. And then just <laughs> pitches forward and rolls onto the floor unconscious. <laughs> Ma- well, Max, will, Max will just say to the crowd of folks from Seoul, just like, why are you all siding with Yaoshir? It's less that we're siding with Yaoshin, it's more that we're siding against the Illithids uh, after uh, Corporal Bryant was assassinated. You realize Yaoshin set that up, right? He set every scenario that's caused every fucking problem in this galaxy for the last however many months we've been here. Do you have any proof of that? Because I'm pretty sure the person who assassinated the Corporal is literally standing right there in your team. Yeah, guess who was feeding Corporal Brian a bunch of propaganda, conv- uh, used a fear ray on a psychologist to hire their own assassin, uh, infiltrated a peaceful station full of uh, scientists to turn them into werewolves for soldiers in a war, and has an illithid tadpole in their brain right now. Uh, th- this one person responds to you, do you realize how ridiculous you sound? That is some conspiracy bullshit. Okay, um, so are we just going to start murdering people now because Buford's ready to? Uh, at this point, Max will look over to Dash and the other former four myth inhabitants and be like, we're going to go after Yaoshi. If you can, uh, if you can take these ones out, but, you know, no, no casualties, no deaths. No, maybe the gazers can be taken out, but the soul inhabitants are just... You know, uh, I think Buford realizes something at the moment here. We literally talked about there being a hallway full of Yosh's plans just scribbled on them. And Buford will be like, literally, go out in the hallway. He wrote it on the walls. There's, there's no. Hey, like, none of none of what's written on those walls is decipherable. It's gibberish. It could be party planning. We don't know. Walls don't even exist. What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. Who are you to tell? What? what Yaush told us you would spread lies about walls. Well, Yaush, Yaush told us <laughs> that you would show up and you would say all these things. So we're prepared for your lies, Bucko. <laughs> um. So yeah, as it currently stands, the Illithids are going to go try and deal with the gazers. Um, the Formith users are going to go and deal with the people who you did not uh, convince to flip flop on their brainwashing. Um. This mainly leaves you and Cortazar and Yaush. Um, I think it's time to roll initiative. All right. Uh, she wiping drool off her mouth as she like stumbles to her feet and then flies into the fray. She doesn't know what's happening. She the, the politics of the situation and the sides and stuff is all melted away for her. For as far as Wendy's concerned, there's a big bullseye in the room which is the iris of Yaush's eye, and she's going to try to win the archery <laughs> competition with her ice pick. That's all that matters to her. So she's just like, Autobots, roll out! <laughs> 16 and 18 are my attacks. Uh, those are not going to hit. Holy fucking tits. Oh, no. <laughs> An 18 doesn't hit. Oh, An 18 no. doesn't quite hit. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. balls. <laughs> Buford's yelling for you to give him the Corporal Bryant special. <laughs> oh, actually, I forgot my, my bolstering magic. I have to roll my D3. What is a roll slash space D3? Uh, those do hit. 
Oh my god. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh lovely. God. I am so Oh, that's perfect. Okay. Oh. D- talk me through this. Let's see that damage. Yeah, it's going to be a, a monstrous amount of damage. I have my great weapon stuff and so it's going to be a big Good thing I have that bolstering magic before I swung, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. real good for you. Um <laughs> 45 damage as Wendy just flings herself into center mass and Yowish. She uh, her brain just simply does not care about anything else uh, going on here. It's it's wonderful to play a character like this who's sim- single-minded. I'm not saying like, "Oh, we got to protect the civilians. Oh, we got to minimize casualties." No. <laughs> it's sometimes nice to just turn the brain off and do a big hit. Yep. Um cool, yeah. Uh, is that your turn, Dunbar? That is my turn, yeah. Lovely, it's Max's turn. Uh, Max is kind of running in and just shouts over to Wendy. It's like, hey, Wendy, you want to do some more wild magic shit? Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, after getting that confirmation from Wendy, Max is going to cast a spell called Conjure Barrage, um, which has been reflavored as Airstrike. Um Max is going to line up their gun, shoot up into the air above Yaush and Wendy, and both of them need to make a dexterity saving throw. A dex save. As a as as a as a series of just like bull, uh, laser shots just blast through them like I don't know like a a plane is flying by. Uh, that's an eight. Eighteen. Uh, okay, so. Yaush takes 12 damage, and Wendy takes 6. Okay, we we re-roll in. 96 on that wild magic. So close to the sweet spot. Come on. Oh, we're really getting up there, aren't we? Um, I'm I'm guessing 100 just has to be you get a level. uh, 100 sure is a thing, and we might see it. Who who, who knows? Um, Okay. Wendy. You start materializing, and I've written it down here, Wendy-sized Gundam armor. (laughs) Um, We can discuss what the form and functional benefit of this is. Um, uh, I am open to suggestions, but you have a little Gundam armor starting to happen. I have strong Gundam feelings, so the first thing I have to say is that if I get uh, Gundam-flavored armor, it's the MSN4 Sazabi from Shars <laughs> Counterattack, the best best mobile suit. Uh, so it's a, r- a really red uh, armored-looking one. And my first inclination here would be to double uh, my proficiency bonus for saving throws, uh, or do something like that to double my saving throws, add another proficiency to my saving throws, something like that. Uh, yeah. Because... Um, I'm, I'm happy to add another proficiency to your saving throws if you want to pick one to add. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, then if I uh, add, I guess, to uh, dexterity is the one that makes sense. Yeah. I think that I think that makes a lot of sense. You can now sort of duck and dive. You've got little boosters built into you. Yeah, oh, Wendy's yeah. got this cool Gundam salami armor or whatever. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> before Max's turn is over, uh, Buford, you're still on uh, the Ard, uh, the Ard Runner, aren't you? Uh, because yeah, we... yes, I've been this entire time. I've been perched, uh, yeah. oversized on the back of this little motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. As a uh, as a bonus action, because the Ard Runner is within range of Max, Max can use their bonus action to direct the Ard Runner to move fifty feet. So Max can just basically. Make it drive towards Yaush with uh, Buford on it. 
Oh, it's it's like that famous Warhammer picture. Drive me closer. I want to punch it with my fist. Yeah, there you go. So those are those are Max's actions, uh, giving Wendy some Gundam armor, doing like a pithy 12 damage to Yosh, and getting Buford in range. Okay, wonderful. So now it is Cortazar's turn, who is going to run in uh, spinning... Uh, spinning blades wildly at Yash and try and get some melee uh, melee hits in. Uh, first attack misses on a 13. Uh, second is going to hit with a 24. Oh my god, Coco, you hit! I've never seen this before! Whoa, whoa. You, you madman! What are you doing? <laughs> Set up shields! <laughs> you little freak, I love you. Uh, 27 damage as Cortazar runs in and starts just wielding, wielding blades trying to slice at all the ah. tentacles and eye stalks. It's, uh. a, it's a twin, a double-bladed weapon, I see. Indeed. Um, and that is their turn. Buford, it's your turn. Uh, alright. I think, I think the flavor of this is that Max is driving the Ard Runner and Buford just tries to clothesline Yaush. As he jumps off the side oh, of it, Ma Max does not need to be in the Ard Runner. Max is off the Ard Runner, just guiding it with the. Oh, I'm on a turret section, but I'm punching <laughs> people. Yeah, Max is on the ground, and just sort of guiding it through their, you know, mental connection with their Ard Runner. You know, mm -hmm. uh, twenty-four and twenty-four. I believe both those hit. Uh, those are both gonna hit. Yep. Eighteen and twenty-three damage. Let me do some basic math here. Third, uh, forty-one. I don't know how you do that so fast. Sketch, how are you doing that? Uh, merge, <laughs> it's, it's merging eight and three to get eleven, and then that's how I'm doing it. There's some other tricks I, I have not Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means, but okay, forty-one <laughs> damage. Yeah, I think oh, th maybe the flavor on this is like the Ard Runner stops short and it just launches Buford into the air as he like punches down on the top of Yausch's head. Oh, I like that a lot. Um... So yeah, with that with that done, uh, Yaush sort of stretches out a little bit, and the tentacles start to extend out, and goes, "Oh, this has been fun, but this really isn't going to last very long. I hope you're all ready to die." Uh, and start sort of gearing up a couple of different things. Um, so firstly, uh, Yaush is gonna try and grab uh, Buford with uh with their tentacles okay. so let's do one of these uh that is a 16 to hit nope uh so is this a physical attack because if so they have a disadvantage and they could this, botch uh this is a, f a physical attack so let's yeah let's do that disadvantage uh no yep. the second one would have been a 25 um, <laughs> so you are you are thankfully not grappled by these tentacles uh which would be very bad for you. Um, then he is going to uh, aim a cone towards... Uh, it's going to be towards Wendy, uh, emitting a psychic blast of Mind Blast. Uh, so I'm going to need a DC 15 intelligence save. Ah, yes, which is where I should have put my armor bonus. <laughs> but red is the fastest color, so you had to put a dexterity, you know? Five. No, she's so stupid. Yeah, she's putting up the uh, the TikTok uh, uh, subway runner video in front of Wendy, and she's enthralled. I don't know what that <laughs> means, but TikTok does hurt my brain. 
Uh, it's the ADHD I need to be looking at something while something else happens, so here's just mindless, endless run of <laughs> mobile game footage under, like, a Family Guy video. Uh, right. So you take 20 damage from that blast, and then Yaush is going to start throwing off some I-beams. Uh, so let's roll some I-beams. Beams, do, do we, beams, do, beams, do we get beams. more? Do we get more wild magic waves happening, or...? Oh, oh yeah, no, you took damage, didn't you, Wendy? Wendy. Yeah, but I want to keep my Sazabi armor. I don't want to lose it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that is that is fair. Uh, so if you wouldn't have made a Gundam flavor, and I'd be willing to change it, but no, I want look. This. No, no, I, I I I respect that. It's it's your choice to reroll. Uh, so right, so we have a uh, a fear ray being shot at Cortazar. Uh, oh no! Have to make a wisdom check. God, if Cortazar gets one cool hit in and then sprints away in terror. <laughs> they could also just pull a cami and just attack every turn with disadvantage and still hit. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Cortazar is inflicted with fear and running away now. Um, then <laughs> you, is gonna... <laughs> you fucking little bitch, come back here! Okay, then targeting uh, Buford uh -huh. with a telekinetic ray. Uh, which is going to be a strength save. All right. 22. Okay, you are uh, able to avoid that, and they're going to target you one more time with a 9, a disintegration ray. So I'm going to need a dex save. Okay, negative 1. Let's see. 19, natural Crit. 20. Uh, that'll, that'll do. Do you take... Uh, do... do, do... Yeah. Okay, so you avoid that. Do, give me the flavor on how you dodge this. I, I don't think Buford is like just capable of dodging a laser like this. I think the flavor has to be uh, Yaush like, tries to uh, like telekinetically throw him, and Buford's feet like mag clamp onto the ground, and then Yaush fires this, um, uh, this disintegration uh, beam at him, but he's just built uh, Gubbins tough, and he's just holding his hand up to it, uh, tanking it as it's eating the paint away. Oh, I like that. Um, so with with that act of disrespect, uh, Yaush is is gonna look you in the eye and go, "Oh, you asked for this," um, and is going to use a legendary action. Uh oh. Um to do one more blast at you. Let's find out what it is. <gasps> oh, that is Death Ray. Okay. Uh, you are being targeted with Death Ray. I need a dex save. All right. 17. 17 is gonna do it. You, you have avoided, you have avoided the, the death ray on this day. <laughs> Fucking hell, give, give me the, give me the flavor as a death ray fails to scratch you. Uh, I think maybe, like, Bu so Buford has crossed the 50% threshold of, like, meat to man at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's, Yaush is just trying to find a gap to kill this person that, like, has given up so much of his humanity. That he, trying to find uh, trying to find one bit of meat to necrotic on this thing. Yeah, and Buford's just staring him dead in the eyes and going, "You you think fucking Dracus made you a freak, a monster? 
I'm the biggest monster this side of the galaxy, and one of us dies today. Ooh. Um, now, at this point, Yaoshi's gonna have to make a roll. And I'll tell you, it's a constitution saving throw. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, he's getting his brain eaten. <laughs> it's like... Uh, two. That's not great for him. Um, you do notice Yaoshi actively, like, in pain. Like, something is not going well here, and Yaoshi's grimacing and having to push through it. Uh, and we're back around to Wendy. Alright. Wendy's uh, already thinking about all the ways she's gonna r roast Cortazar in the group chat for running away. She just, <laughs> she's gonna completely <laughs> take his ass apart with memes when she gets home. Uh, but let's go reckless attacks. Uh, 17 and a 20, and I'm gonna put my bolstering magic. Uh, 24 damage? Lovely. Uh, what were you going to say, Dan? So we, we know that there is a illithid in Yaush's head, and it seems like it is still trying to eat him. What if we try to do something to help the illithid? Mmm. What have you got in mind? Um, so... It, Yaush tried to lobotomize himself, essentially, right? Yeah. I have healing spells. What if I cast it on the Illithid tadpole? Oh, wait, hold on. Um, Laura, what stat would you say uh, it, uh, would be used to eat someone's brain? <laughs> uh, can, can you give me more context on what you're trying to do here? I, I, have need, an, I need specifics. I have an ability, a spell called Enhanceability. And I can target any of the like base stats and cast it, and they get advantage on roll, uh, strength, charisma, etc. Okay, so I think the way to make this work with what we're trying to do here is we can flavor this as Yaush having disadvantage on that next constitution saving throw. Like, uh, if you're happy to do Yaush gets disadvantage rather than the tadpole getting advantage, if that evens out about the same, just because of how I've set this mechanic up. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be my plan. Uh, if anyone has any better ideas, feel free. Uh, right, so that was that Was that Wendy's full turn there? Yeah, that was my action as a 24 damage as I keep stabbing away. Yeah. I think if the flavor is we're trying to, like, uh, start casting spells on the tadpole, then instead of trying to bullseye the iris maybe uh like rip open the wound on the side of uh Yaush's mm -hmm. head where he was trying to do the laser lobotomy does that make sense uh, like expose the tadpole yeah i i, I had that actually is relevant for what max was about to do yeah so if that if that makes sense like i'm just doing damage as far as mechanics is concerned but like trying to give other people a clear shot to do something with the tadpole yeah, and I, Buford did, I think, originally pitch when we um, were uh, found out, like, Yaush's whole situation at, uh, at uh, the Dyson Sphere, that, hey, this this is basically just, like, another person, like Wendy, potentially. It doesn't know what's going on. It's trying to, like, be born effectively. Yeah. It, we could let it happen and then try to convince it, hey, this isn't, you don't have to do this. Yep. Max, I think it's your turn to do that. Yep. Uh, Max is going to, uh, uh, Max is going to do, 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 yeah. So what they're going to do is they're going to notice probably where the scar tissue is on, um, uh, on Yaush and, uh, 
as a bonus action, uh, basically throw out the spell Hunter's Mark, which I've labeled as auto-targeting, uh, specifically aiming at that scar tissue mm. before. Okay. So this is basically, it, it's just, and then Max is going to try to attack twice on that tissue there. Okay, give me them rolls. Let's see what hits. Uh, 28 and an 18. So the those... 28's going to hit. All right, so that's going to be uh, 9 piercing damage plus a d6. So that's going to be just a, a 11 damage on that wound as Max lines up and fires a shot uh, on that wound there um, and continues to kind of move around, you know, uh, basically doing doing like standard wave dashing maneuvers to try to, you know, <laughs> as a little joker in the background there while trying to shoot it, you know. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Uh, so now it's Cortazar who has to do a roll to not be afraid, uh, which is a wisdom. Um, Cortazar is still afraid. <laughs> Cortazar continues running away from the fight. <laughs> One good hit and Cortazar's out. Uh, for, for the time being, it seems. Uh, Buford, what you got? Uh, so, I, I think maybe, like, we, uh, this should be, like, you, we damage it to a threshold so I can actually see the tadpole and then cast the spell. So, uh, I, I... Yeah, at this moment, that is not a, not an option, but it is on the table. Okay, uh, then, yeah, I'm going to keep swinging at uh, him for the moment. Okay, so give me your rolls. 19 and 14. Okay, 19 is going to hit. 20 damage. Cool. Um, you are once again going to be uh, going to be taking some some swings at you. Because mm -hmm. uh, this, this thing does not like... The way you're looking at it, you are up in its face. Uh, first up, we're gonna need to do the tentacles. Let's see if those hit. 17 isn't gonna hit, is it? Nope, but he could botch still. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, then, oh yeah, sorry, we're gonna do... Disadvantage. I <laughs> know uh, it's, it's another 17. Uh, then the Mind Blast is going to come back around, uh, which is going to be a... Uh, oh no, I need a, I need a DC... F uh, that's going to be a 15, and it's a... Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to need an Intelligent Saving Throw. Okay. 15, I'm going to put a uh, reaction on that to make it a 20. Okay, you are uh, you are fine in that you are not stunned uh, by this. Uh, then, um, Wendy is going to be targeted with the first of the uh, the the eye lasers. So let's get that going. Uh, Wendy, you are being shot with an innovation ray. Oh no, uh, not which... my nerves. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's some good old necrotic damage. Give me a Constitution saving throw. All right. Here we go. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Well played. Well played. Um. Let's get another one of those rolls and see what you're up against this time. Um. 
Same it's thing. another innovation, Ray Wendy. Uh, give me another constitution save. 21. Sazabi. 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 Shar was right. Salami. Salami. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are now being shot at with a charm ray. Wisdom save, Wendy. Oh, my God. Uh, that's not a good stat for her. Uh, nine. No, please. Okay, you are you are charmed by Yaush for the next hour and until or until you take damage. Not this shit again. <laughs> yeah, this shit again. This shit. This shit's coming coming right back. Oh my lord. Uh, Buford is going to be talking shit this entire time to try to put Yaush off balance. And I think he's saying stuff like, don't you get it? You died the moment that tadpole was in your head. You're not even acting like a beholder anymore. Hey, because uh, Wendy's charmed. Hey, you can't talk to my my brother like that. We're both illithids now. We're friends. You don't understand <laughs> us. He's not an illithid yet. Dra- Drake has made us like this. We're at, we're good inside. In, in his heart, yeah, he's just a good guy. You got to turn him into an illithid still. Get in his head. Okay, uh, Max, you are being targeted with a fear ray now, so give me a wisdom save. Oh, God. Uh, that's a seven. Max is feared. So. Uh, yeah, you are. You are frightened. So we have three of the party afflicted by fear and double charm. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so have have fun with that. Um, Sweet. That is the end of Yarish's turn. Um, Wendy, you I believe can do a roll, uh, a wisdom roll to try and break. Oh no, no, you don't get to try and break out of this. You are just. Uh, yeah. Until I do harm to you, you're just you're just charmed. You're having a lovely time over there. So Wendy magically believes that Yaush is getting an f- unfair deal, that he's actually being, you know, persecuted and unfairly treated as a, you know, a, a illithid experiment like her. She's sympathetic to this. But there's some other motherfuckers in this room she is not sympathetic to. <laughs> and yeah. I think there's some, some, some guy who's like, this is for Corporal Bryant. And she's just going to wheel around and stick the fucking uh, blade in their spinal cord. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, you are, you are welcome to fight the Corporal Bryant uh, loyalists. Yep. 21... <laughs> 21 and 17. Yeah, roll me, roll some memes and damage. <laughs> so <laughs> she gets easily distracted by some people who are like, his his brain belonged in his head. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, how dare you? 52 damage. <laughs> oh, you, you fucking explode ahead right there. You do the Corporal Bryant special. <laughs> <laughs> Be with your hero. <laughs> Boot liquor. <laughs> Butt liquor, oh. just, just. Uh, that's perfect. I love it. Um, if anything, these people are worse than Bryant because Bryant got actively psyoped by a super powerful boulder. <sighs> uh, so Max, you're you're afraid. Uh, give me a wisdom save to see if, how afra- whether you're still afraid. Nine, still afraid. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, you're still terrified. I got tricks up my sleeves. Curious if Wendy would accept a wild magic shirt to try to turn things around here. Um. <laughs> I did, in the background, Wendy's just flying through people like evil Superman. <laughs> or what's the guy from Invincible? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Omni-Man. Uh, yeah. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Omni-Manning people in the background. I, I'm, I'm thinking here that maybe, maybe the person that needs to be hasted is Buford, maybe? Yeah, I'd be swinging three times then. Yeah, so uh, Max will not move closer to Yao. Max is going to circle strafe 
around Yosh because that is within the rules of being frightened. <laughs> um, Max will do two things. Uh, number one, they will uh, move around and then use haste or as they call it, mobility boost on Buford. And then as a bonus action, they will enable their ranger ability active camouflage. So um, they can basically become invisible until the start of their next turn. Uh, okay. Uh, Cortazar rolls to break out of fear and does successfully hit the number required. So let's go. Uh, nine's not going to hit. Uh, a botch. Oops. Come on, man. Oh, no. Okay, I think Cortazar has to take an opportunity attack here. Um, yeah. I was sending Cortazar a meme. It's like that face when you fight a big beholder and someone's just getting, like, thrown off a cliff or something. Yeah, they're asking for the botch that they attack Max instead. While the, because Max is I was just thinking they hit Yosh with one of the shields and it just bonks off and hits himself in the face because he's a fucking goofus. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah. Cortazar runs recklessly in to be like, I'll show Wendy I'm good at fighting. Uh, gets instantly hit with Paralyzing Ray. Uh, <laughs> let's roll to see whether it lands. Uh, okay, um, Cortazar is now paralyzed. Oh my <laughs> fucking lord, this guy. Cortazar is <laughs> the biggest clown show we got. Wendy's like, come on, Coco, he's on our side. We, we're all family, don't do this. Oh, you're paralyzed, lol. <laughs> Get wrecked, idiot. <laughs> are we, we going to find out this was fucking Barry in a costume the entire time? <laughs> oh, Buford, it's your turn. Okay, so Buford is both, like, blurry, hasted, and trying to punch uh, out this big flying ball on the face. I think it has to be, like, um, Buford's put, not, like, active camouflage, but, like, those, uh, those, like, uh, um, those pictures that you're supposed to unfocus your eyes and see Mario in them or whatever. He's got, like, <laughs> a, a, like a, a digital display of that over his body. That Right, right. And, and because because Yosh can't cross... They only have the one eye. They can't cross him, so they can't see the image. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, can't, he, he can't line up all the eyes in the right spot at once. Okay, try, I'm going to Try swing. to see this with your magic eye, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to swing three times at Yosh and see if I can crack open his skull. 28, 13, and 23. You got two hits. Roll that damage. Uh, that is 32 damage. Okay. Um, you have, you've gotten another significant hit in there. Can we, can um, we see the tadpole yet? Not, not quite yet. This okay. is one big beefy friend. I, th I think Beaufort's just digging his fingers into the, uh, these open wounds and trying to, like, rip back the bone at this point. <laughs> Uh, wonderful imagery we've got there. So it's Yausch's turn, uh, who is going to focus squarely on you, Buford, because you are the only person not status affected right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, 13 on those tentacles. I'm rolling dog shit for Yausch here. This is <laughs> such bad rolls. Uh, the tentacles fail to grab you. Um, the I mean, he's rolling blood... well for someone whose brain is being eaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, look, if I could get anything more than, like, a 12 on the dice, that would be fucking great. Um, 
Mind blast time. I need an intelligent saving throw, Buford. Okay. Ah, 12. Damn it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, she's going to do some damage on you. Okay, that is 27 psychic damage. Yeah, I'll do it. Yep, and you are stunned. Uh, and now it's time for the eye lasers. Mm-hmm. Because that's how, how this shit goes. Okay, a slowing ray is being aimed at you. Uh, so I'm going to need a dex save. All right. Uh, one second, I'm just looking up what stun do does for my reference here. Uh, I automatically fail dexterity saving throws. Aha! Uh, -huh. uh, you automatically fail dexterity saving throws, you say? Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Um, so you are now stunned, which, uh, let me just double check I've got the right one, because there's a lot of things that do very similar things and have very similar names. Uh, you are incapacitated, you cannot move, and you can speak only falteringly. Uh, you automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws, and attack rolls against you have advantage. Mm -hmm. Which is useful. Uh, there's still more, two more eye beams to come at you. Yep. Um, uh, we got a, we got a seven, which is a sleep ray. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. Two. That's a botch. I'm oh, down. That's, that's botch. You are unconscious. Um, and let's just see what that last beam is as to whether Yash wants to try and hit you with it. <laughs> Uh, it is a, it is a four. It is a slowing ray. Uh, Yash is not gonna, is not gonna uh, attempt to, to do it because it, it has no purpose at this moment. But it's gonna use a legendary action to get one extra one out, which is a three. No, that's a fear ray. Um, yeah, she's gonna leave it there. We have what? Are, what are the party status conditions? We have uh, uh, charmed, fear. Uh, paralyzed and asleep. Yep. This is a fun time for you all. Uh, Wendy, it's your turn. You are charmed still. Does uh, Yash need to make a brain eaten roll? Uh, yeah, sorry. Yep, you are right. Too many things to joke. Uh, let's rewind. Uh, right, so I need to do a constitution saving throw for Yash. It seems like he's failed every single one so far, right? There's been this is the yeah, third. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been having some rough luck on these rolls. Um that is a 20. He does succeed on on this. Oh no, he's got disadvantage. Oh no, yeah. Uh no, we will wait until the exposed tadpole and then that was going to take effect. Okay, yeah. Sorry. 20. Yeah, she's yeah, good on this one. Uh Wendy, it is is your turn. You are still charmed. Alright, uh, Wendy's gonna use her turn uh, to fly over to Buford and use an action to wake him, which is a thing you can do when a character is sleeping, just being like, Hey, Gub-Gub, we're having a fun time with our best friend, Yaush, why are you sleeping? You're gonna miss it. We have, we just, we have so much to catch up on. Do you even know what his favorite food is? D does she, like, uh, take her ice pick and put it into the, uh, like, paper clip uh, restart uh, port on Buford? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Factory we, we, reset. We, we, we need to reset the router on Buford here. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of dial-up tones. Buford's like, huh? where am I? What's going on? You silly gub-gub. You almost missed the party. Oh, I forgot the cake. 
<laughs> okay, is that Wendy's turn, I guess? I mean, Buford's still, yeah. like, incapacitated slow, and it doesn't really know where he is. Yeah, like, you're you're not asleep, at least, yeah. so that's one less thing to think about. Um, Max, you are feared, correct? Uh, Max does still have fear on them, correct. Yeah, okay, what do you want to do with your turn? At the end of your turn, you can try and roll to get rid of that fear. Gosh. Really, at this point, Max is just going to try to shoot twice at uh, Yaush to get the uh, get that opening kind yeah. of taken care of. There's so going to be with disadvantage. disadvantage. Yep. yep. First one's 15. Second one is 18. They both miss. Neither of those is going to hit, unfortunately. Um, yeah, this 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 beholder has has gotten to the point that beholders get worrying at. Um, <laughs> so give me that. Give me a wisdom save to see if you know if you can 22. get out of that fear. Okay, you're at least not afraid anymore. Uh, 22, great. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, bonus action, uh, active camouflage again as Max just continues to move uh, so that Yaush know, can't tell where they are. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, Cortazar does break out of being uh, paralyzed, so next turn can try and get some more damage in. Good for them. Coco, get the cake. We need the cake to welcome our new brother into our family. I mm, um just getting my legs back. I'll be right with you. Oh my god, you don't need legs to get the cake. I prefer tres leches if it comes into question. <laughs> why do you need so? To, why do you need so many leches? You don't dose leches isn't enough for you. You never had the three milk cake. It's delicious. <laughs> I'm on that. I'm on that quad leche shit. I'm getting quattro leche. You don't know about my life. <laughs> Buford, what stats? What status effects do you have on you uh, right I now? I believe again? I'm. I was stunned. I was whatever yeah. slowed did. I'm. I can't do anything. I'm incapacitated. So I, I don't know what I have to roll for. Uh, yeah. So the... you were incapacitated on. Um. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so that was via the mind blast, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. that's. Uh, you can repeat the saving throw. Right, so you need to do a intelligent saving throw to not be stunned. 19. You break free, but it's at the end of the turn. So next turn you are you are back in the fight. Uh, Yaush is, uh... Oh, you're not stunned, so I don't get advantage. Fuck. I was really hoping Yaush would get one turn with advantage on these attacks. Um, were, you, were you trying to eat it? Were you trying to eat his brain? Yaush might be trying to trying to eat some brain. Yeah, I recognize the mind blast tentacle combo from the Illithids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so let's get a roll to see how those tentacles do. One second. Fourteen's uh, not going to do it. I, I um, think it has to be like Buford is leaking radioactive isotopes from yeah. uh, from earlier, and every time Yowch like goes to touch him, it's just like ooh, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the other fun fact. The tentacles, if they grapple you, will leave you uh, grappled, which again is a kind of incapacitation. And like that's a really good position to, for for you know these tentacles to get you in. B- Buford's uh, like pointing at Yash, going, "Hit, try to hit someone else. I've got a feet for that." Uh, no, Yash is just like <laughs> eyeing you up. Um, give me that intelligence saving throw again to avoid another mind blast. Twenty-five. Uh, 25, you you successfully avoid getting mind blasted. You were just fucking untouchable today. Um, 
Buford is a genius level intelligence, luckily, even though he's a big galoot. He is, uh, mm-hmm. as an officer, <laughs> hard to mentally dominate, at least. Right. Uh, let's get some, let's get some lasers. There's a sleep ray coming at you, Buford. I'm gonna eat your brain. Wisdom save. <laughs> 18. Okay, you are fine on that laser. Uh, then we have... <laughs> Uh, slowing Ray again. You're already slowed, aren't you? I th- I don't know if you. I had to roll anything. I don't. No. Know you... Okay. Well, let's let's roll for it. Dexterity save to see if you slowed. Nine. Uh, uh, oh, if you, unless uh, if you're not you can pass, you actually have advantage on that because of the haste. Uh, I got knocked out. Oh, right. But you're maintaining that, so that's true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Go, yeah. Give. Uh, Fourteen roll. probably doesn't. Nope. Do your, your, your speed is still halved. You can't. I'm take still reactions. in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, um, and one more for good luck. Uh, telekinetic ray. Ooh. How do I want to make use of this? Uh, one sec. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna need a, a strength saving throw from Max. Hmm. Twenty. Okay, you are fine. He was he was gonna try and move you even further away. Um, and the last blast is gonna be another telekinetic ray at uh, at Max. Uh, that'll be a nine. That'll be a nine. You are moved thirty feet away and restrained by this telekinetic grip. Um, so you are being sort of held up a further thirty th- feet away, just up in the air. Sort of held, held in a nice sort of telekinetic grip. Um, Okay, we are back around to Wendy. Do we get a brain eating roll? Uh, yes. Sorry, I keep getting that. I've got too many, too many, too many rolls. Nine. Uh, Yaush is um. Now she's having a bad time over there. Um, oh, I think this is the moment that something's going to happen. Um, Yaush winces in real bad pain here and goes, Okay, I can see I am not winning this fight. Time for plan B. Uh, and Yaush uses one of his sort of tentacle stalks to hit a button, and suddenly the wall behind him lights up. And it's very clear what you're seeing. The Razubian is surrounded by a lot of ships. Uh, Yaush has been creating quite the army, and very little of it was here. Uh, and Yaush is simply going to say to you, um, my army has a standing order to attack the Razubian in the event of my death. If you don't want every hostile alien in the galaxy to depend upon your one not particularly combat effective vessel, stand down. If I die, a lot of your people will be going down with me. Can, can we insight this? Be, because I, I, I don't know personally I, I think Buford would be like I don't necessarily believe that 
Yash was able to, like, we're seeing dozens and dozens of ships, right? Yeah, you are seeing, like, couple hundred ships yeah Beaufort has no like he it, it just seems like it's so many that he couldn't believe that Yaush did this in secret without anybody knowing got them all here was able to bypass all of these like at that point like th this war would have been over already <laughs> well yeah if you want to roll insight you can roll insight the 12 I know nothing 17 okay with the rolls the party's got that does seem like a lot of ships, but also, like, you you don't know how manned each of those are. Like, they might just be barely enough people to get them to get them going and moving. What you do know is if even some of those ships are real, like, it wouldn't need to be this many ships, the Razubian is not a combat vessel. And if there is any truth to what Yaush is saying, the Razubian is fucked if you kill Yaush. Also, I, our party just learned this episode that somebody <laughs> stripped out the weapons on the Resubian. Someone took like two missiles, only like a couple, not a huge number, just a couple of missiles for a very important try and get us home mission. Sure, but I think like now our characters know. Otherwise, yeah. like we'd be like, oh, well, they can defend themselves. I think like this is like information that <laughs> we actually do have. Mm -hmm. You you said that um, the Yao says that if he dies, um, then this will occur, right? Yes. Like it's sort of a dead drop scenario. Yes. His body is not going to flatline if the Illith tadpole takes over. I'll 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 give you this uh, for for the for the like eh, kind of average insight roll. If if he's if he's telling the truth and he's not bluffing. Like, you, he does not seem to like the illithid in his head situation. He might just death ray his own head to, you know, if, if that's where it's going. If, if that is the series of events. But he does seem to be implying, if you, if you kill me, the, you know, my, my thumb leaves the trigger and the Razubian is fucked. Um, and he will sort of, Taking the like your your silence here and go. I recognize I am defeated. If you take me in alive rather than killing me, your ship lives another day. What is your end game here? You started a war. You get into a fight, and now you just want to be a prisoner and do what? My end game here is if you take me prisoner, I live to fight another day. If you kill me, I don't. You started this fight. <laughs> Indeed, and I realize I cannot win it today. I feel like Wendy's still charmed for like a, a couple more seconds. She's like, Yaoshi didn't start the fight. Or she would even do like, Yaoshi didn't start the fight. The <laughs> Illithids were fighting each other and he's just, uh, you know, just trying to help. He's just like, we're doing the same thing on the Rezubian. We're trying to get into the Civil War and help. We have a different styles, but we're both getting in the middle of an existing fight. And the charm ends now. You motherfucker, I'm going to rip your asshole out of your body. <laughs> No, you're not. If you don't want a bunch of people to die, you're not. All, all you care about is that you got a tadpole put in your head, right? You don't like this whole thing that occurred to you. Kill Dracus. Look, I am not happy to have this thing in my head. 
but I recognize that I am more powerful with it here than I am without. As long as I can keep in the driver's seat, I am more powerful as a result. I may not like other people, but I have come further than any beholder before me in terms of trying to take power. Because I have learned that unfortunately, as miserable as it is, working with others is more powerful than being alone. Oh, what a terrible thing to say. What a sinister line for a Indeed. beholder to say. I have, un I have unfortunately learned the power of friendship. How do you know that's <laughs> your thoughts and not the tadpoles? Look, there's a portion of it that might be one and there's a portion that might be the other, but I'm getting what I want and I can still feel me and I'm holding on to it and I'm going to grab as much power as I can before this thing takes me. Wendy will say, okay, so as long as we're negotiating, uh, we take you into custody, your army backs down. Anything else? I, I feel like we're we're in the process here. We're wheeling and dealing. I mean, I feel like that is the situation. You can have Dot's old room. <laughs> it's, it's the worst one on the ship. It's like an oubliette, but with, with six different kinds of comforters and an ice cream machine. I've had worse. I've had worse. By whatever authority that we have in us, we're going to be taking you into custody, Yosh. Know, 